Hey, yo, it's the podcast coming at you live with the Show Me Your TV show, where we'll be talking about the top wide receivers in football this year. Um, starting the rankings off, um, I got DeAndre Hopkins at one, Devontae Adams at two, Cooper Cup at three, Tyreek at four, Mike Evans at five, Stefan Diggs at six, Justin Jefferson at seven, Mike Thomas at eight, Debo at nine, and Jamar Chase at 10. Then my list starts off with Cooper Cup. We got Tyreek, Devonta Adams, Justin Jefferson, D Hop, Jamar Chase, Debo, Stephon Diggs, Keenan Allen, and then AJ Brown. I uh, this is Raiden with the best list out of uh, all of you guys. I got Devonta Adams at one, Justin <laughs> Jefferson at two, Cooper Cup at three. Debo Samuel at four, Tyree Kill five, Jamar Chase at six, Stephon Diggs seven, Mike Evans eight, CD Lamb nine, and Deontay Johnson at ten. Uh, this is Cully for my list. I had Devontae at one, Cooper Cup at two, Tyreek at three, Jay Jettas at four, D Hop at five, Stephon Diggs at six, Debo at seven, Keenan Allen at eight, Jamar at nine, and Tyler Lockett at ten. All right. Um, I think we should start off with the number one spots because I mean, there there's some similarity between like like me, Cully, and Dev. However, Carter Kamana. Don't worry, you guys you got two. There, buddy? You guys got two and three, right? You know, Devontae and Cooper Cup. But DeAndre Hopkins is. I don't know how after an injury-ridden season we can write him off. He's was the best receiver in football and still is. I don't think that one year we should automatically drop him as far as you guys do. I mean, I understand the concerns, but this is the first time in his whole career where he's missed significant time. So he's not an injury prone dude and playing at his best. He still is the top receiver in the NFL to me. Playing, playing at his best, but was he injured to start the season? I mean, I don't think so. And before his injury, he was only averaging 60 yards a game. And 60 yards a game puts him in the likes of Darnell Mooney and Terry McLaurin and Marquise Brown, Christian Kirk. Um, um, I don't understand how you can put someone as the top receiver in football amongst those names. I mean, yeah, if you look at one stat category, it definitely looks like that. But I think he might have been the only receiver – to be averaging a touchdown a game up until that point, seven touchdowns in seven games. Well, yeah, you I don't think I don't think there's a receiver in the league that averages a touchdown a game. And pre-injury, he averaged seven for seven. Well, yeah, no, the touchdown stats are there. Cooper Cup only led the league with sixteen, so if he'd stay on that pace, he would get he would be the leader. But at the same time, he'd only he'd only have like just over a thousand yards if that and like the touchdown number is great but him as the best receiver after a, a season where I mean he's comparable to the names I named before uh yeah yeah I acknowledge that he was a great receiver he was probably the best receiver in football but this season I think he just took a step down I mean, there's definitely, um, Not especially, especially okay. I mean, you're on the, he's on the Cardinals. There's a lot of options there. I mean, yes, it was a down year at the beginning for him, but I mean, if he was fully healthy, do you think that those numbers stay the same? Cause I don't. Well, like he's not on my list. I, I regret not putting him on my list. As high as you did, definitely not. I don't think I would have put him anywhere near my top ten just because of the lackluster season, or lackluster season he had prior to his injury. Um, I mean, if if well, if we're I'll look at his stats from the previous year when he was on the Cardinals. He still had Kyler Murray throwing to him. He had fourteen hundred yards and six touchdowns. Um, so like great numbers. But even with stats like that, I don't think he would be my number one. I mean, Diop hasn't had double-digit touchdowns since 2018. That was the year he was the receiving leader. But and he hasn't really shown us the same Diop 
in the last three years as we saw when he was back on the Texans. He's just not the same guy. We uh, see flashes. 100 yards is fine. He went for fourteen hundred yards with the Cardinals, and this dude still be yeah. making plays that no one else does. Just two years ago, he made that insane. Well, yeah, but that that fourteen win the the game for the Cardinals. Yeah, but that fourteen hundred yard season, how many how many touchdowns did he have? Um, he had six. six. It's six. And we're talking about how he's his touchdown grabber. Yeah, we see flashes of it, but nothing the same where he's throwing up double digit touchdown seasons like when he was back on the Texans. It's just not the same D-hop, and he's not a number one receiver. He's probably one of the most talented receivers, yeah. But, I mean, come on. Tay had 18 touchdowns last year or two years ago. He was def- He was definitely on pace. He was definitely on pace to break double-digit touchdowns this season. Wow. Yes, yeah, but he was. And that's after a, a year to so adjust. Like, that's why it's weird. Like, you guys both have – Cully, like eight, Braden, you guys have Devontae Adams. <clears throat> You guys have Devontae Adams at one. You guys see him see him being the same receiver in his first year on the Raiders? Absolutely. Absolutely. You're, you're mistaken. Break. You are mistaken. Who's, are, missing, who's, mistaken. Missing, who's missing who more? Does does Aaron Rodgers miss Devontae Adams more? Or does Devontae Adams miss Aaron Rodgers? I think Aaron Rodgers misses Devontae Adams way more. I mean, um, I mean, I we say saw, maybe he will see. I, I, I think the we'll, same thing might happen. We will see. Devontae is Devontae. We'll I think see. he gets the same amount of yards, but yeah. I don't see him scoring the touchdowns. I mean, I think you have a way don't score that much. They can't. bigger not, touchdown threat on that happen. team that's not named Devontae. If I get, Wait, down, to the, if I get down to the red to zone, if I get down to the red, red zone, I'm not throwing the ball to Devontae when I get – down inside the five. I'm throwing it to Darren Waller. Why not? Why not? I'm throwing it to Darren Waller every single time. But you talk about Darren. Now we're going to talk about Darren Waller, though? I'm just I, I'm just saying. Like, I don't see Devontae putting well, up the same even, stats he did. I mean, they're the, the, the same team. They're going to share targets. Yeah, the stats are going to share targets. So it's not like, you know what I mean? Nah. Even if Hopkins – Stats go down. Okay. Like he's still the best. Yeah, if we're talking about receiver. stats, yeah, if we're gonna talk. Yeah, like if if we're I'm talking about who's stats, the best. Like you throw him on any team, D Hop is the, gonna be. The I best. think it's Devonte Adams. Uh, listen, listen to me real quick. Two years ago, remember when Robert Tonyan was supposedly stealing all those touchdown grabs in Green Bay two years ago? Devonte led the league in red zone touchdowns. Robert, well, what do you think is gonna happen when he goes? Darren Waller. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> I know that, but like he, it shows that he like he can work with a red zone target. And Darren Waller, like he got not, hurt. Who knows if he's gonna come back next year? I'm not saying exactly. that. About, exactly. I'm, I'm just saying, like, I'm assuming that Devontae's not gonna have the same stats as last year, but I still think he's a great receiver. That's why I put in him at two. Like, whether or not he puts up the same stats he does on the Packers, he's still the number two receiver in the league to me. Because his talent no is there, way. his talent is there, and he's one of the best. Yeah, to, for me, like, yeah, uh, I think that him going the Raiders, it's it's a major hit. Uh, but, like, his his release, like, he'll still get open. His route running, he'll still get open. Like, Derek Carr will find him the ball. Like, he – the season he had just had with Hunter Renfro, like, he, he, he made Hunter Renfro look like a god. So, so now Devontae, now DeAndre Hopkins. But Renfro is good. So now you DeAndre Hopkins. And Devontae Adams sleep. is great, though. Hunter Renfro is good. Yes, he made him look great. Devontae Adams is great. Oh, he's going to put a way better number. Yeah, but he was great. Yeah, I don't – no. I, I'm not arguing with you, but I'm just saying. How are you going to get much better than 1,500 yards, 1,500 yards? You can't get that much better than 1,500 yards and 11 touchdowns. Is that – I'm pretty sure that was Devontae Adams' number. And that's that first, uh, yeah, that first year really on the Cardinals, the Cardinals were touchdowns. struggled. Like they they lost David Johnson. They did not find a run game. Exactly. There's like no they were way struggling offensively to even score the ball. Like they weren't in positions for him to score the touchdowns immediately. This year, they were in positions for him to score touchdowns, and that's why he did average a touchdown a game up until the injury. But I can't I can't put a receiver at number one. If they're yeah, only averaging one, sixty I yards, definitely see him in top five. Like yeah, like yeah. He's my number uh, five. I am, I am mistaken for put not putting him on my list, but to put him at number one is absurd. Like he, the man, 
the man was comparable to Darnell Mooney, and he's not touching my top 20. He's not. No, you're the only person comparing D Hop to Darnell Mooney. Reading. <laughs> well, you are the only in, ter- in terms of in terms of yards per game, I swear. In in terms of yards per game, he didn't that's even where play he the whole yards season. per game is a singular stat. Well, if we're gonna just talk straight he yards, he only got 500 season. receiving yards. Uh, yards yards per game is a singular stat. Bro, okay, so stat. if he if he got a if he got a thousand. Okay, bro, if he had the whole season, he had a 1,000 yards receiving, but he scored 16 touchdowns, where are you ranking D-Hop? That's what I want to know. I'm probably, I'm probably number one. Season. Not number one. I'm ranking him number one. Devontae Adams did it with yeah, 1,400 yards and 18 touchdowns. I didn't put him number one. I put him number five, but I'm just wondering. I'm just wondering if he has the full season, where would he, would he, where would he crack for you guys? I'm just. Like, I'm also saying this is yes. Season, he's averaging probably, 60. Probably could have pushed him up. He's averaging 66 through seven games. That leaves 10 games left if he's fully healthy. And all the guys you name, you act like are consistent 100, 100 yards per game getters. They're not. They have their games where they go for 150 to 200 yards, but they also have their games where they're going for 60 or less yards. Like yeah, D Hop is the type of dude that can go for 150. And D Hop is, is a dude that can go for 150 to 200 yards multiple times a season and yeah. he's also giving you all the touchdowns because you project his pace he's scoring more touchdowns than Devonte adams you project his pace he goes for a thousand yards just yeah, on what yeah. he has but th- you're that's not counting games he could go for 150 and, and stuff. that's that off of all yeah, that's, 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 that's not hypothetical though that's not you can't base a ranking on who the best receiver is off of hypotheticals um, it's I've what seen, it is i've seen nine straight years of what what D Hop is, and this one year where he's yeah. dealing with injuries, and everyone wants to throw him to the curb, bro. He's the yeah, I know. But football. have you have you seen DeAndre Hopkins averaging sixty yards a game? Like, no, it, it just happened. That's it's the first time it's happened. Like to me, I, I'm not I'm not sure if like I see a downward trend, but like I can't ignore the injury, and I can't ignore what happened before the injury. Like it, he just did. And then even watching the game, it didn't look like old D-Hop. Well, at at any moment in his career, was Calvin Johnson not the number one receiver in the league? Or arguably the number one receiver in the league? I think, Cal- Calvin had a, had a year just like this where he got injured and he had pretty horrible stats after the injury. And he didn't have stats throughout the whole year. But I don't think at any point anyone thought he wasn't going to come back the same. And he came back and he still did what he does. It's Calvin Johnson, though. D-Hop is in that category. He's probably the only receiver I can think of right now that, to me, is yeah, in that yeah, category with the Ochos and the Calvins. That's why he gets to be number one, whether or not he plays a full season okay, or not. The last, time, the last time D-Hop the last time D-Hop had a comparable season to this was, like, in 2016. And this is – he played 15 games. He played 15 games. He averaged 59.6 yards a game. The very next season, he averaged 92 yards a game. Finish the season with 1,370 yards, 13 touchdowns. Okay, but that I was like it's a in fluke. the big it's up, a well, okay, okay, yeah, it might be a fluke. And next year, he might rise in my rankings. Like, yeah, I admit I made a mistake not putting him there. But to put him at number one is like after an injury-ridden season and the stats that he put up before the injury, like that, it's – like, come on now. To put him at number one. I think touchdowns are a I can bigger, agree. Yeah. A bigger and market, I can, bigger yield. I, res- I can totally agree yards. with that. I think when it comes to a receiver, especially from teams that I want, if I'm running a team, I'm taking touchdowns over yards because any game you can burst for 1,500 yards. Then why is Cooper Cup Why is Cooper Cup your number three? Um, Cooper Cup's my number three because who knows? It's been one year of him doing great, and who knows how much you can contribute that to the scheme, to have him having a better quarterback to all the things going on. And I think, like I said, Devontae Adams is a better talent. And playing at his best, I think Devontae has a better better chance of being a big-time player in more moments than Cooper Cup is at their best because he's a more talented receiver. On You throw Devontae on any team or Cooper Cup on the same horrible team, I guarantee you Devontae is going to be a better receiver because he's more talented and he's a better player. All right, well, who's realistic, more talented? Pro- who's more realistic talented? projection, Devontae realistic Tyree? projection, more talented. Devontae. Uh, Devontae. Devontae. Tyreek's just Devontae. speed. Yeah, Tyreek just got speed. All right. 
All right. I'm not, <laughs> not, not going to argue with I you guys. We made consensus on the tire. We should move on. The Tyreek just speed. The Tyreek just speed, man. Yeah, no, and and the same argument that Carter brought up for Devontae, I mean, it can be even, like, more so applied to Tyreek. Like, how is he going to do on the Dolphins with Tua throwing to him versus having Patrick Mahomes throwing to him? Yeah. Bro, I bet you it's not going to be that big of a drop-off. As you I don't think it's as, big, it's as big of a drop-off either, but, I mean, <laughs> I still think that there's transitional periods, and that's why I think Devontae might see the same thing Hob went through, and Tyreek's going to see it the same. And I think – the craziest thing is that people are overlooking that because they're going from the two most talented and two of the best quarterbacks in the league to lower overall quarterbacks. I want to see Tyreek in the backfield. That should be funny. Right. <laughs> but here's the thing. Well, if right now, if right now, let's say it's the day before Devontae Adams gets traded, right? Right now, he's got Aaron Rodgers as his quarterback. Is he the best? Yes. He gets traded to the Raiders with Derek Carr as his quarterback. Is he the best? In 24 hours, did anything change? No, he's still the best. So how come in one year does D-Hop automatically change and he's off the list of top 10, Raiden? Because before the injury, before anything came up, he was only averaging 60 yards a game. I think people have and to be starts. fair, Raiden said he regrets. He yeah. Raiden did say he regrets leaving him off the list completely, but he just wouldn't have him anywhere near the top three, top five. I feel that. Well, <clears throat> I guess moving on. I mean, what? Which is still yeah, what? What's your argument for putting Cup and Tyreek above Devontae? Because I got Devontae right at two, and if Hopkins, if we are taking Hopkins off due to injury, Devontae is one. So, um, honestly, the only thing is that we've never seen Devontae Adams play with a different. Or I've never seen Devont besides like in college. I've never seen Devonte Adams play with a different quarterback. And like you have the rating MVP as your quarterback, then you're gonna go to Derek Carr, who I don't really think. I mean, he's a good quarterback. Don't get me wrong. I just don't think he's an elite. He's not a Derek Carr. He's not a. He's not a Patrick Mahomes. He's not an Aaron Rodgers. He's not a Josh Allen, Tom Brady. Even he's not like in that upper echelon of quarterbacks. So I just like expect numbers to drop off a little bit. And honestly, the reason why I have Tyreek and Cooper Cup above him is because, for me, is Loki just, like, my eye test. It, I, honestly, honestly, I'm just going to keep it a 1,000. It's just my eye test. When I watch the games, I just feel like those are two more dynamic playmakers than Devontae Adams. Yeah, Devontae Adams catches the ball, but, like, duh, you're a receiver. That's what you're meant to do. I feel like Cooper Cup and Tyreek both – show flashes of like extending the play like I I don't know I've just never seen like a real lot of highlights of Devontae uh making something out of nothing when I've seen Coop and Tyree do the same thing you, you're not watching enough highlights because don't want to yeah on me on me but, so, <laughs> so just a question hey, I can be hey I could be wrong about that you could be wrong just I just questions. see it. I just see it. I just see it often with Cooper Cup and Tyreek. You can dump it off to them in the screen, or you can launch that bitch over the top. I'm just saying, it's like all phases. Or you can throw Tyreek in the backfield. You can. I've never seen Devontae Adams take a jet sweep, bro. The thing, the thing with you know Devontae, what I'm trying to say. You know the thing with Devontae the hands, is that hands. I like I like people with the ball in the hands. The See, thing but, with Devontae oh, is that he's odds. a technical, smart receiver. You know, like off the off the line of scrimmage, he's the best at like just he's he has the best release in the game. His route running, he's finding those pockets in the in the zone defense. I understand. He, he'll like outsmart a dude, like a double coverage. He'll like so he'll is, lose any corner on him. So Devontae's a better route. I understand that, you, but right? you can learn how to do that. You can learn how to do that. You can yeah, but they're like one yeah. A, one B. And if you have, if you, if you put that together with the intangibles of like what Cup brings to the table, you know what I'm talking about? Like his, his, uh, his presence in the open field, his route, uh, his ball carrying ability. Devontae Adams was never returning punts or kickoffs. They they would put Cooper Cup back there. They would put Tyreek back there. He's one of the. They're both. I think they're more explosive playmakers than. Devontae, and that's why I have them above Devontae Adams. Now, Dev, you talk about this eye test. So someone who's off your list that I'm just wondering, he doesn't pass your eye test is Mike Evans? Yeah. Just like how Raiden regrets not having 
What's his name? Yeah, I regret not putting Mike Evans up here. I mean, I don't know about tough. I don't know about top think, five. He might have. He yeah, might have kicked Keenan Allen off or something, or he might not. Nah, he might have kicked Adrian Brown off just because Adrian Brown the consistency isn't there yet. But yeah, for me, I don't know. His, his stats do lie with Mike Evans. Like his stats aren't the guy he is. But when I watch a game and I see this guy playing, he is one of the best receivers in the game to me when I'm watching him, just what he does and how unguardable this guy is. That's so funny that you say that. It's funny that you say that because to me, it's Mike Evans is exactly who the stats say he is because when I look at his stats, bro, they're not bad at all to me. They look crazy. When I'm just looking at his stats, like over the years, it looks ridiculous. Like his stats look crazy. So like I can see how you say when you watch Mike Evans, he looks crazy. But when I see the stats he looks crazy when i watch him he looks normal to me i don't know not normal, yeah, no, but I, just like I, he doesn't I, he doesn't jump off the screen he doesn't jump off the screen i feel the same i feel the exact same way like you look at his red zone like stats and like they're good he has good red zone stats but you watch the games he's not standing out as like a, oh he's open every single time and that's why he's i mean he had 12 targets inside the 10 like great stats, but maybe I'm not watching enough. I just think that when it does come down to inside that red zone, he's the most probably unstoppable. Maybe not unguardable because Devontae's like, yeah, if you count route running, like Devontae might get open more than Mike Evans. But I think you throw him there and you throw whatever cornerback you have on him. I think he's the receiver on this list that no matter who is that cornerback on him, if he's if I don't have a lot of good guys and he's my main number one, I'm throwing it up every time. This guy's he, he coming down with it, and he's done it. He's had a thousand yard receiving every single thing since about, he's been in the game, yeah. and he doesn't see the same receptions yeah, or crazy. targets that the rest of the guys on this list really do see. Like he's so never out there. He's never out the there. That's not what he is, like, dude. <laughs> I mean, no, like, yeah, he's always. Oh, yeah, up the receptions there, is the only stat where he lacks. Yeah, and he does what he does on less targets. The, less I think that's what it is too, Raiden. We it's the the commonality. Yeah, the commonality of him catching the ball makes it seem like he's not like a big of a presence as he actually is because he doesn't catch the ball as much as some of the like the top receivers in the league does. But then when you end up looking at the stats at the end of the season, it's just like, oh shit, he ended up with a thousand and close to ten touchdowns. It's like how yeah, do no, like like game? I I have him on, on my list at eight, and I feel like that's the perfect rating for him because most of what he does is in the red zone. And like, don't don't get me wrong, in the red zone, he is great. Inside the ten, he's got this past season. He got targeted twelve times. He came down with the ball nine times, and eight of those were for touchdowns. Great stats, but like, there's still guys like Cooper Cup and Devontae Adams over him in all of those categories. Yeah, the, and the, then there's, the there's things Adam that Cooper other guys. Cup, I'm throwing them over him, yeah, like I did. No, no, but th- that's no, but as far just as those what, categories you say. Yeah, yeah, he, but that's as yeah. far as the stats go from Mike Evans. Like it's when you put him inside the ten, inside the twenty, he'll 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 go up and get it. All right, but you, but it's but it's beyond that. It's it's the rest of the eighty yards of the field. If you take where, if you take prime Des Bryant and throw him in today's game, where does he rank for you? I mean, I don't, I don't know. Uh, Bro, to me, I'm a Cowboys uh, fan, and I would not be able to tell you that. I would not be able to tell you that. Answer. Yeah, I mean, because like he, he's pretty much, he pretty much prime did Des play Bryant. in this era, and like, I and mean, at his pri- in his prime, I would have put, I would have put him maybe. He sits like right. Yeah, right in that five to eight range, right five in that five, eight. five to yeah. eight range. And, but I feel, but. The guys that are in five through eight are probably the guys that are in the same range for me. And I think, yeah, I could give anyone the argument to put the other three guys in my five through eight above Mike Evans. But to me, I put Mike Evans right there. And Mike Evans is pretty much what Dez was in his prime. Just a straight touchdown getter. He, if he got as many targets, he put up the 200, 100 yards more that Dez was getting. But I mean, honestly, three years ago, he was putting up the same amount of yards. And I think, I think if you throw Mike Evans on most teams, he is their wide receiver one. I think if you throw him on the Niners, he gets more receptions and he gets more is, targets. And oh, more receptions, I don't know about that. Receptions, I don't know about no, that. Rece- no, receptions, receptions touchdowns, I don't know about yes. That. 
Touchdowns, I think you yes, throw him on the Niners. Yards, maybe the, even yards. If you throw him on the Niners, he's the wide receiver one. Well, if you throw him on the Niners, well, if you throw him on the Niners, like, like see, that's uh, the difference, though. Okay, that's like, that's like the difference between like a true wide receiver one and then like one of those players that can like do everything for you. Yeah, and that's why that's I got. Why I have, that's why I got like, Debo at four. Yeah, Debo is so high for me. Yeah, that's yeah, why Debo's high I got for me Debo, too. Because I got can, Debo up there. Yeah, like because that's why Cooper Cup and Tyreek are there too because they can they can take handoffs they can they can do those kinds of things. Yeah, and like like Debo for me, like he he was he led the league in yards after catch. It was him, Cooper Cup, both had around eight hundred yards after the catch, and then huge drop off to Jamar Chase with only six hundred after the catch. So like, and then the things he was doing out of the backfield. Across the field, and then uh, the game that I different, saw him most was the different. the Forty Pack, Niners Packers game, the playoff game. I mean, there is nothing you can do once that guy has the ball in his hands. That is, that's what I'm saying. True. We didn't lose to the, the Cowboys. We didn't lose to the Forty ers We lost to Debo, bro. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I'm I, very, saying I really, like, I really value the ball in the hand situation because I feel like that's important. I understand that, but I'm just saying, like, you throw Mike Evans there, you throw Mike Evans on a lot of teams. Even with guys on this list, I think he becomes the one over some of these guys. And if that doesn't say a lot, then I mean, I think I mean, he's wrong. How can you say that though? He wasn't even the one on it. He's not even the one on his team. I mean, really, it's one A one B, yeah. really, because Chris Godwin's stats aren't that yeah, but crazy. It, yeah, here, but, but exactly. That's what I'm saying. There's the, he's not the yeah. one. He's not the one. He's not the one. But yeah, I mean, he's not it's, the it really one. is That's Tom Brady, and Tom Brady his whole career has always had multiple guys where he throw he. It distributes to because he likes small, not spreading the ball out. And I mean, yes, you can put that against him. I think they're one. I think Mike Evans and Chris Godwin are probably the, the best, if not the second best duo in the league, wide receiver wise. That's fair. Uh, I and mean, I think yeah, it's a duo because, there, and I think it's sure. more of a duo than any other duo because when you look at them, it's like you can't really argue that one's automatically the one over the other. They're both just so good, but but I think the, yeah, Mike, so, Evans, so, the Mike Evans touchdowns is what gives. As it. you can see, the Chris Godwin, Chris Godwin appears on nobody's list though. Yeah, you know Chris Godwin saying? does. So if they're that close, then he has to be bottom. The reason why Mike Evans tier, is wide receiver, you know what I'm he has to be bottom tier top ten. The reason why Mike Evans is wide receiver one to me is because even with Chris Godwin. When you get down inside the ten, inside the twenty, who are you? Lo- who is he? Who is Tom Brady well, consistently looking for? Well, because it, that's his role. That's his role. Yeah, that's his, yeah, oh. that's his role. That's, I mean, that's who's wide receiver ter- one to me is the guy ter- I'm looking for in the end zone. And then in terms yeah, of – how are you going to get down to the end zone? Here, 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 that's where Chris Carter rolls. Carter, Carter, Oh, you can get down to the end zone many different ways. In terms of target share in the inside the 10, Mike Evans only got 20% of those targets. That's amongst names like Jalen Waddle and – Randall Cobb and Deontay Johnson, like, like, yeah, he's getting the targets, he's getting the receptions, but in terms of how, like, the percentage of looks he's getting, like, on his team, he's only getting a fifth. When you throw him the ball, he catches it. Yeah, but there, Tom Brady. I mean, I've seen, for I've seen multiple, I've seen multiple games this year where Cooper Cup first down, they throw it to him, doesn't work. Second down, what do they do? Go right back to him. So he's getting another percentage of that target share. I think Mike no, Evans. Talking, he missed the first time. He he would go back, but he doesn't need to. That's how that's how I look at it. I'm just talking about target share on his team. You know, like if yeah. if he doesn't get it's he's only getting a fifth of those targets within the ten yard line where he's supposed to shine. What, if that's your dude in the ten inside yard the line, ten yard line. Hey, how many? How many? Can you check how many times those are dump downs to the running back? I'll, I'll look from Tom Brady because I feel like backs. I feel like especially with Tampa Bay and Tom Brady, a lot of those balls might be I will okay. The defense Bay. is playing real good. Let's dump it down. And when you just it look at the receivers, how big is that that target share? But I mean, you could come back with that. I mean, you All guys. Right, so a- so after after Mike Evans, it's Cameron Brait, then it's Chris Godwin, then it's Giovanni Bernard and Rob Gronkowski tied. Okay. That that's just in terms of who on Tampa is getting the ball inside of the ten yard line. Okay. Okay. So like he's looking for a bunch of dudes. Like. Yeah. Like yeah, he's good. 
in the red zone, he's probably one of the most okay, efficient. Okay, 20 per... Yeah, he's, he's getting... Yeah. He's, he's one of the most efficient uh, receivers in the red zone. But that could be due to, like... Like, I mean, he's not getting the ball that much before the 20-yard line. And that's why I can't put him any higher. Because yeah, everyone above, how is he not getting the ball that much? He still is a 1,000-yard receiver. No, 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 no. Yeah, no, he, he's, he, he is a good receiver. Barely, that's why he's dude. Barely. He's a, good rec- he's a good receiver. That's why he's eight. But guys like Stephon Diggs, Jamar Chayle, Debo, Cooper Cup, J- Justin Jefferson, and Devontae, they're all ahead of him because of what they can do for the rest of the 80 and what they've do what they've been doing like touchdown wise and all of that. I mean, y'all can throw them above. I I ain't moving. The name of the show is show me your TDs and he'd been showing me TDs all year for the past <laughs> yeah. how many years. <laughs> flashy. Man, he has been flashy. He even flashy. I mean, but, uh, maybe it's funny. just because um, I hate our division. I can't as a Lions fan. I I just hate watching it. We suck. I, I maybe I haven't watched it? enough Justin Jefferson highlights, but damn, rating got him at two. You guys yeah, both got, got him at four. Two. I got him at seven. Please please inform me. I mean, I mean it it How? might be because of oh, conference bias. Wait, you have two I have Justin Jefferson at two. two? <laughs> Dev, you look frazzled. Hey, Dev, what's going what's on more blasphemous, your head right now. Justin Jefferson at two or DeAndre Hopkins at one? DeAndre Hopkins at one. Thank you, Cully. <laughs> let me bring it down. No, let me bring it down. Brandon, I got your back on this one. Bro, I'm going right, to give it a 1A, 1B for uh, most bla- uh, blasphemous. Those are 1A, 1B, most blasphemous because I don't know, honestly. Um. Now the only reason I have a problem with Justin Jefferson that high is like, bro, you got Tyreek so low. I don't know, and you got Cup under. Yeah, I, got, I got I got the reason I had Tyreek below him is because well one he's going to the Dolphins when you have the best quarterback in the league throwing to you and you go to a Aaron questionably <laughs> top fifteen. Okay, yeah, no, I'm, <laughs> and you the the step off. From Patrick Mahomes to Tua is greater than the step down from Aaron Rodgers to Derek Carr, I think. Don't do that. I'm I'm also going to say this, though. Majority of what Tyreek Hill can do is due to his speed and Patrick Mahomes' ability to throw the ball like 100 yards. You know? Tua, he doesn't got that arm strength. Like they'll they'll be able no. to utilize Tyreek Hill because Mike McDonald he's no. smart too. They will figure out how to use him. Here, um, however, I'm like, I'm you take away stat. you take away one of Tyreek Hill's greatest. We- All right, give me the stack. Okay, so two third quickest average release, third quickest okay. average release, two point five two seconds. Uh-huh. Tyreek Hill, fourth most receptions within two seconds of the snap. Jalen Waddle, third most receptions with it, obviously, because it's Tua throwing him the ball. Third most receptions uh-huh. within the snap. So, like, I understand you're taking away a big part of the game, but it's not the whole thing. And I think that part, that's what I'm saying, the ball in space, when you can just dump it to Tyreek and he can do something, we're going to see a lot more of those open space, a lot of that more, a lot of those nine, no, eight-yard games. For, and he's going to get a really lot of receptions, too. I haven't really seen open space. I haven't really seen too many, too much film on Tyreek Hill always running with the ball. Space. Bro, did you I mean, watch the I Bills? Mean, like, did, you watch, did you watch the Bills game? I haven't seen him making too many. No. Yeah, no, I see that. But I don't see him, like, when he when he's catching the ball and he's got a couple defenders ahead of him. I, I, ain't see, I haven't seen too much of what he can do. I just need to pull this back a little bit. Raiden, you should be All ashamed of yourself. All I know is yourself. that he's not going backwards. Why? Why? You should be ashamed of yourself. Why? Don't ever talk down on Tua like that, all right? <laughs> I will bet you I will bet Come you on, plate, no. I will bet you plate lunch next time we're home that Tua that finishes this season lunch. better than Derek Carr. <laughs> Rainbow's Locomoco then. Rainbow's Locomoco. I like that I like that take too. <laughs> I love that take. Tua finishes the season. Cully, you want you want in on that? You want in on that? We can get one going too. All four of us can go and get lunch. The two losers by the two winners' lunch. Yeah. 
Anyways, what I'm saying, the rainbow's gonna be tasting saying, real good. Real good. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ever All disrespect right. Tula like that. All right. Well, what I'm what I'm saying, what I'm saying is, Justin Jefferson, he had 1,600 receiving yards this year, and the year before that, he had 1,400. You know, like it's not it, his rookie year wasn't a, it wasn't just no, something yeah, out of nowhere. Like it's he, not a fluke. I can't he's understand. on that come up. He's on that come up. And he has Kirk Cousins thrown to him, and he has a and he has Adam Thielen. So it's not like you can constantly be double teaming this dude because you got to worry about Adam Thielen. But this guy's still getting these numbers, like. And then if and then if, and then if you're gonna yeah, if you're gonna I, compare him to if you're gonna compare him to Tyreek Hill, the difference between Patrick Mahomes and Kirk Cousins thrown to you, and you're still getting 400 more yards and a touchdown over this dude. Okay, but. Have you you seen? No, okay, okay, bro. You have to watch. Okay, Justin Jefferson's touchdowns. He gets them more in the way that people think Tyreek Hill gets his touchdowns than Tyreek Hill does. A lot of Justin Jefferson's touchdowns is bombs, bombs over the top. Hey, like he snags all of them. At least six or seven of those. Somebody had to throw it to you. You don't just snag balls that get placed. Jay Jettis had less. Jay Jettis had less receptions, more yards, and more touchdowns. Like I don't think we can argue this. That's what I'm trying to say. A lot of his, a lot of his, yeah, a lot of his best plays were bombs over the top, where he's just running. Or he, I don't even know what's happening. Like that's what. Whenever I see this nigga score a touchdown, it looks like blown coverage because he's just like wide the fuck open behind the defense and well, cousin the re- the, re- that bitch. the difference between like like what I'm saying, Tyreek Hill is doing, and Justin Jefferson is because like Justin Jefferson, like his route running and his his release, he's catching up to Devontae Adams in that category. Like it's what he's doing. At the line of scrimmage, it's what he's doing to get open. It's not like he's just running past these dudes. Like, if you get like Tyreek Hill, if you get a guy to play him over the top, like you can't get those bombs. Justin Jefferson, though, he'll make a cut in and fool the safety and the corner, and then he's wide open, gritting into the touchdown, Bro, into the end zone. I've seen. Okay, this is a perfect example of open field Tyreek Hill at the end of the half against the Cowboys. I want to say this is last year or the year before. The end of the half versus the Cowboys. They're putting all those guys at the end zone so they can't throw the Hail Mary. It doesn't matter. They just gave a ty- ball to Tyreek and he scored. You know hold on. I'm about to No, I know I know what you're talking I know what you're talking about. You know exactly who else, you know else did that? But you know who else did that? Kenyon Drake against the Patriots. Like, <laughs> like Bro. Okay, but hey, at I, least I we had real safeties bro. back there. You had Rob Gronkowski back there trying to run down Kenyon Drake. It was our actual safeties, yeah. our actual DBs. But if, what you were saying, Jay Jettis gets more touchdowns for what Tyreek Hill's known for. That just means Jay Jettis does what Tyreek Hill's known for better. That's all it is. No, not, I think that casuals be watching. Ca- <laughs> ハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハ
that's that's my take on it. Like, mm. like he's not he's not gonna beat you as a route runner. Like, you find a cornerback that's just as fast as him. Like, there's no one out there that's that can do that. But Ooh. I mean, if you find someone who's yeah. just as fast as him, <laughs> like, I think that he has a hard time breaking him off in man with his route running compared to guys like Justin Jefferson and Stephon Diggs. And honestly, with all like the things I've or been Devontae researching, Adam, I think Cup, all those guys, all, I think Tyreek. Tyreek is the guy on my list that has the ability to fall the farthest coming into this season. And I think oh, Justin I like Jefferson, Justin Jefferson has the guy that can rise the highest. I like that. I like that take from you. For your list? Yeah, for my list. I think those are the two, like the, the highest jumper and the highest faller. I like that. For me, Tyreek, yeah, I Justin- for sure see the ability to drop off the most. Just because um, it's uncertainty with a new team. Maybe and it like, is because he's young, but I think Justin like Jefferson. Putting. If Justin Jefferson has another year where he goes for fifteen hundred yards and ten plus touchdowns, there's no way I could keep him out of the top. Five. Nothing you can say. There's you nothing. can say, yeah, exactly. There's nothing we can. Yeah, there's nothing we can do about it. Fuck. Yeah. You know who I think has has the highest possibility of falling? Tyler I think, Lockett. I think it's Cooper Cup. Oh, <gasps> please elaborate. Please elaborate. After he is the number one wide receiver getting open at the top of the route. Please elaborate, Coley. All right. I love Cup. I think he's one of the best receivers in the NFL. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but I'm saying if it were to happen, he would fall real bad. He'd fall probably out of the top 10 if he had a mediocre year this year. Not happening. He's not having I, I'm not saying it. it's it's super likely, but I'm saying it could happen. What is mediocre? What is mediocre? What is mediocre? Uh, Mediocre like DeAndre for Hopkins is projected. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like a thousand yards, a thousand yards, and like eight touchdowns would be mediocre in my opinion. DeAndre Hopkins is projected a thousand yards There's and seventeen touchdowns. And, so, and that's why I don't think DeAndre Hopkins is the number one receiver in the league. Bro, there's no shot. DeAndre that Hopkins proved it. Cooper Cup has improved it. It's one year, so I think if he he could take a step back, and I don't know, I don't think it. So I don't know. I don't there's know. no How shot is, he gets under twelve hundred yards. No, I, I, I think I think he'll be at the fourteen hundred range. I don't think he falls. I like I just think he's the safest bet not to fall. But I understand where really? Philly's coming I from. I think he yeah, I think I mean, he could fall. See, but here's my crazy too. thing is I understand exactly where Cully's coming from. Is how can Hopkins after one bad year fall all the way down but, your list and cut after one good no, season? No, that's that's what I'm saying. Cut yeah. would fall out of my ten. Because DeAndre Hopkins has proven it. That's why he's still in my top five. The, the only thing it. is, the only thing I'll say to that is that if we were to have this talk one year ago, I would never predict that DeAndre Hopkins would have the season that he did. Same you know? with Cup. So, yeah. like, same, yeah, same yeah, with yeah, Cooper no. Cup. So, I, I'm, yeah. I would never, I would, I wouldn't say DeAndre Hopkins was the safest bet because I'm not too high on Kyler Murray, but. Cooper Cup is probably the safest bet to stay where he is because oh, I mean, Matt yeah. Stafford, he, like, he didn't change quarterbacks. They only got another option. They got Allen Robinson, and like they're getting a running back. Like I don't see his, I don't see room for his. I, I don't see a possible a possibility yeah, that his stats a fall drop off that much. That, I think yeah. his stats. I don't think he puts up another year where he's going for two thousand. But I think oh, yeah, the no lowest, the lowest his stats fall to is fourteen hundred yards. I don't know. It all depends. It all depends. On I mean, and that's not far. I mean, like, I feel like twelve. I'm gonna say twelve hundred, and that's more safe because yeah, you'd be wrong look, there. If, if I'm looking at it, like, I'm saying, I'm saying, last year, the year before this one, he got nine hundred forty-one yards on ninety-five receptions. It, yes. it, yeah. So like, it, oh yeah, no, he came out of nowhere. Po- that's for sure. Yeah. No, but it's a it's, it's a whole, very it's, possible. It's a new quarterback. That's why I ranked Matt Stafford so high. And the thing is with yeah. Cup yeah. is the way I see him is un, as like this is predicting no double teams, no new defensive schemes to guard him. Like he comes out and they play the teams the same kind of way. Like he's not seeing double, triple teams. He, I think he's, his floor is and, 13, 1400 yards. Yeah. And even when he had like decent Jared Goff, like, 2019 Jared Goff, he put up almost 1,200 yards and 10 touchdowns. Yeah, so, like, like, I start, like, he, he that's why I'm setting his bar. That's why I'm setting his bar. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree with you. I mean, um, how, how is Diggs? I mean, I thought like a few, like, a year ago, two years ago, I think Diggs was in everyone's top, top five. I mean, 
Is I mean, it just yeah, more guys that jumped in the conversation? Was cringe. Cringe. He was, is he was always fringe, though. Jumped up, he was or is always it just fringe that, top five? Like, is Diggs the same player he was to you? You guys just have more guys jumping up. Like, what's your view on that? I mean, it's it's because okay, he's the same player. It's just that he didn't he didn't progress as much as the guys. I can't say that Tyree Kill progressed, but like. <laughs> They beat them in the – the reason – okay, another reason why I have Tyreek Hill that high is because of playoff performances as well. So, because I mean, that's Diggs, why I didn't put Diggs higher than what I have him right now is because the guys above him, they had better the seasons playoffs. or their playoff – yeah, they performed in the playoffs better. And for, for me to rank Stephon Diggs in the top five maybe last year, I mean – for, that could have just been like as a shock, like wow, he's finally the number, like true number one on a team. Josh Allen, like I'm shocked. I I can see this going somewhere, but now that I know what it's gonna look like, having seen two years of this, I mean, this he had a 300 yard drop off from last year. He did go up in touchdowns, but like I know what to expect, and it's 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 yeah, number so seven on my list. We're pretty yeah, much I, saying, like our our view on Diggs is kind of the same, like. He will be a top ten receiver, but he's not a top five receiver. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and I think I think I think you nailed it on the head. Yeah. Is that he didn't progress at all? It's just everyone else kind of took. Yes, took that guys, step. Like, guys that we yeah. came out of nowhere that we didn't see have all jumped him, and he's just stayed in the same spot. Right. Yeah, like for me, I have Lash. Uh, me and Dev. We both have Jamar Chase over here. And I, I, I think I think Jamar Chase is going to be a star it, in this league. I think so too. I think Jamar. Can move I think Jamar Chase's ceiling, yeah, Jamar Chase's ceiling is about Justin Jefferson, where just, uh, where Raiden has Justin Jefferson right now. Those two think, FSU boys. Because right? I wouldn't. Dogs. Because Jamar Chase could. The only way Jamar Chase could get to number one on my list next year is if he had the Cooper Cup season. You know what I mean? Just because he's only played in yeah. the league for two years, this is going to be a second season. And. I would put him at number two if he does the same thing he did this season. I would put him at number two. My my biggest hit on Jamar Chase, because, I mean, he had 13 touchdowns and he had 1,455 receiving. Was all, my only hit as for him rookie. and what I would like to see, yeah, as a rookie, what I would like to see is, I mean, he led the league in drops this year. And that's what was kind of alluded to in the preseason. That's what we were all kind of afraid of that he was going to drop the ball, and he had 11 drops this year. He led the league. So, I mean, if, if he can get if he can get I mean, I've seen some of those drops, and they were they were deep balls. If he brings those in, oh yeah, he's, sit, oh, he's yeah. sitting at 1,600. Mm-hmm. And, like, for so, me, yeah. the reason why I have him at 10, which is, I think, lower than all of you guys, is uh-huh. because it's just a rookie year, and we've uh-huh. seen people yeah. fall off. But, yeah, I think if he pieces together another 15, 1,600, 100-yard season and a bunch of touchdowns, there's no reason why he's also not a top-five receiver. Yeah, but yeah. And I think his ceiling is higher than Justin Jefferson's, way higher because of the touchdown shares. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. <clears throat> I, I think his ceiling is higher than Justin Jefferson just because the way he can be used with the ball. Like, he's another one of those dudes that's taking the jet sweeps. He yeah. can get the ball in those screen situations. That's a, another reason why I can see his ceiling being higher than Justin Jefferson's. Like, as as much as I could see Justin Jefferson being number one one day, I think I have way – like, I would throw more money on a Jamar Chase being number one just because I think he's bigger, he's stronger, he shows way more potential. Like, maybe not the, as good of a route runner, but do touchdowns, yards, everything pretty much the same. Like, I think those two will be – in the top three wide receiver combo for years to come. I agree. Kali, you look you Kali, you look a little uncomfortable there. What's up, buddy? Ah, I just think I think JJ is sitting. I just think JJ. Yeah, no, this dude's on Justin Jefferson's nuts for some reason. Yeah, nah, because what you guys are saying <laughs> is if Jamar repeats this year, if he has the same year he had this year next year, he's all of a sudden top two. But neither of you have JJ is in the top three. Um, touchdowns, 13 <laughs> touchdowns as a rookie. T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd. Yeah, more stuff going around. Jamar um, Chase. Jamar Chase. Adam Thielen. Justin Jefferson. Okay. Um, I think J. I think Jay Jettas is better 
And if you guys are going to make the argument that Jamar would be better if he doubled the years, it's just it's 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 just not happening. Um, if you give Jamar Chase the same boost in his second season as Justin Jefferson has, like not saying he will ever get that, and that's really unrealistic. But you add the 200 more yards like Justin Jefferson did and three more touchdowns, that's a touchdown a game and close to 1,700 yards. Like, Jamar Chase had a way better rookie season than Justin Jefferson. And that's also on a team that was a Super Bowl team, which shows that they have a lot more weapons and a better team around them. Like, this dude, that's also why I have Jamar Chase possibly going higher. We saw what he did in the playoffs. He's a complete game changer. Justin Jefferson has yet to show anything in the playoffs. That's not entirely his fault, though. That's not his fault. But I'm just saying, like, when you get to the playoffs is when you really see the best defenses, like, every single game. And Jamar Chase did not face any really Yeah, their game – they're game planning to stop you in the playoffs. Yeah. They're not playing their own – you know what I mean? The only thing I can say to that is, like, when you're looking at just, like, the stats like that is there is a major difference between Joe Burrow and Kirk Cousins throwing the ball. Because I mean, like they, they, it's similar seasons, but like how? Not really. Are you saying that Joe Burrow and Kirk Cousins are on the same level? Yes. Regular season. Regular season. Yes, Yes. I am. I am saying that. No way. Saying that. Oh, pretty much the same. I played pretty much the the same amount of because he made the Super Bowl. If he didn't get to the Super Bowl, he's not in my top ten. Yeah, straight up. Really? Joe, Joe Burrow threw for 400 more yards and one more touchdown than Kirk Cousins. Plus, Kirk Cousins throws less interceptions. Yeah, but that's because he has Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen. If you just what watch you them play, if you just watch all... them, but if you just watch them play, like, like, because Joe, Joe Burrow got sacked the most this season. Like, I mean, but like, if you just watch their talent as a quarterback, you can obviously tell Joe Burrow is better than Kirk Cousins. If Joe oh, Burrow can, had, you can if he tell. had anybody for their O line. But I don't think, think it's that point. drastic. I, At this point in Joe yeah, Burrow's career, I, think, I don't think it's that drastic. I definitely think Joe Burrow in like three three years, yeah, we'll never be able to compare them. But I think at this moment, I don't think it's right to say that Joe Burrow is that Carter, much can, greater than Kirk Cousins. Carter, you can come back to that uh, statement in three years, and you're probably going to still agree with yourself today that Kirk Cousins and Joe Burrow are on the same level. I think Joe Burrow is more of a winner, and I think he's more clutch, but I don't think as just a thrower of the ball, Mm -hmm. I don't think that it's that drastic of a difference. We'll see see now that Joe Burrow actually has an O-line. Now that he has – now that he actually has an O-line, we'll see. I think think you're going to – is, yeah, is I think you guys both going to regret saying that. I, I think swear. both of you guys going to regret saying that. All right. Someone I got in my top oh, 10 no, that you guys man. don't, which he's at eight because I, I yeah, know how good yeah. he was in the past, but I would move him to 10 because Debo and Jamar are uh, super good. So, I mean, all, uh, our, all of our 10s are all different. Uh, so, I'll make my argument for why I think Mike Thomas should be in the top 10 at 10. You guys should make your arguments okay. for A.J. Brown, Deontay Johnson, and Tyler Lockett. But all I think right. – Mike Thomas, yes, two years out of the league, it's huge. It's a huge thing. But I think when you look at him at his best, he is also one of those guys that could finish as a top five receiver every single year if he's playing at his best. But there is going to be some drop off. And I think that that's why he would be a fringe top 10 wide receiver. But at, uh-huh. at his best, and even if he comes back at 80% of what he used to be, I think that he is a better receiver than the three guys you put at 10. Can you guarantee wow. me? Can you guarantee me that Mike Thomas will have a top ten year this year? <laughs> yes. That's so no. I mean, yes, actually, if, he's, if he plays the full year healthy, I think he will put up top ten numbers. But I, that's I think though because nobody knows. Mike Evans could come out here looking like like I trust Cooper Cup, or he could come out here looking like Javale McGee. Yeah, like. And like then, and then know, two, years, two years is a big difference. Like, that's why D-Hop is still number one, and Mike Thomas has fallen from the second, third best receiver in football down to 10. Uh-huh. Oh, man. Uh, the only thing I have to pitch in this argument is uh, – well, okay, I have, two, I have two things, actually. One, 
one being Drew Brees is uh, Jameis Winston's not Drew Brees, uh, <laughs> especially for slant boy. But for receivers, I think he is just as good because I think you t- like the receivers on the Bucks are going for the same amount of yards with, that they did with Jameis Winston with Tom Brady. I think winning wise, the That's Saints are going to be worse. But I think yeah. as for a receiver, Jameis Winston is not as yeah. bad of a quarterback as most people make him out to be. All right. Well, yeah, I don't. The, what, what what I have to say about that is just the, the the two quarterbacks play styles. I mean, Michael Thomas was so great because Drew Brees, all he needed to do was throw it like five, ten yards, get it to Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas does what he does after he gets the ball. He does what he does when he so needs to catch the ball. What I'm, what I'm but Jameis Winston, what James I'm hearing Winston, is Mike Thomas James is one of the best after the catch. So does uh, he not get credit for that? You no, should be. He no, no, used to that, be. That leads, that leads into my second point. That leads into my second point, where the last time he had a decent season, which was, I mean, a, a good season, actually, 1,700 yards and nine touchdowns. The other That's people insane. who were leading the league and receiving were Devontae Parker and Kenny Galladay. Like, where are they now? <laughs> like, that was two years ago. But I'm well, still saying, fair, you're taking Matt 1,700 Stafford yards. still throwing to Kenny Galladay. You take 1,700 yards and nine touchdowns and you throw it in today, that's still a top five wide receiver. Well, no, 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 no. I'm not, I'm not saying that back in 2019, he wasn't a top, like probably the, the top receiver. But what I'm saying is it was two years ago. Two years ago, Devontae Parker was relevant. Two years ago, Julian Edelman was relevant. Like John Brown was still like getting the ball. Like it was two years ago. It's a long time. And I so, think that's like, why I'm he's not, at 10. Yeah, not, no, it's not a total knock for putting him yeah. at 10 because I can totally see him rising into that, back into the top five. But, I mean, I can't put him there because I haven't seen him in two years and I haven't seen him play with somebody else. Bro, it's like the same Bruce. reason you can't put – and yeah, I The same you. reason you can't put Mike Thomas on the list is the same reason you can't put Antonio Brown on the list. Yeah, and that's, I mean, that's why you know he's the, one on of the, the best receivers in the leagues. Hey. Exactly. exactly. Antonio Brown. You know he's one of the best receivers was, in the league. Yeah, if Antonio, he's getting Antonio, the same volume. No, I there, understand. There's, that. A different, there's a difference between Antonio Brown and Michael yeah. Thomas. There's a huge and, difference. I mean, <laughs> no, not. There's no dickheads. <laughs> not really. No, not really. Hey. Antonio you, Brown got. What do you mean? What is the difference? What is the major difference? I kind of agree The major difference is that Antonio Brown isn't on our list. Antonio Brown is on nobody's list. Yeah, but that's because think, Carter yeah, but that's what I'm, I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. That's why I'm saying Michael Thomas shouldn't be on Carter's yeah. list. Valid. No, and then okay, it's Carter, I'll, I'll defend. I'll defend you here, saying that I mean we saw Antonio Brown on the field, and the reason he's not on the field is because like his mental issues, can't, like he can't be on the field. Yeah, when he's playing, like he's good. Michael Thomas could be on the field, and but he always, doesn't want to play. See, the thing is, for Michael Thomas is. That's a, he worse. could be injury. Exactly, exactly. What if they're like? I mean, the thing, the reason why I'm putting him at tennis, I think that he's done a good job sitting out these two years because he hasn't been ready. I mean, same approach Golden State took with Clay. They wanted to make sure that he was 100% before he came but back. But Clay was actually like, his knee was messed up. It's been two years, and Michael Thomas has been healthy for at least seven months of that. But. There's a difference between being healthy and being 100%. Okay, then if he's not 100% after two years, he's not going to be 100% again. And that's why you can't put him on it because you just don't know. No, I mean, I mean, yeah, I, mean he, I understand. He's, he's out because of a setback for his ankle. And, like, it's it, that's a tough injury to come back from, especially if there was a setback after surgery. Like, I mean, something must have really been wrong. I mean, so yeah, I, surgery could have lost his whole foot. I mean, so he could have had surgery and like I don't know the full details. Like, who knows? Maybe he came back, tried to practice, and reheard it. Like, people have done that before. I mean, I don't. I'm. I'm just saying. Like, we 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 sh- we can move on. Like, th- I understand. Like, it's been too long. You guys aren't gonna throw him in your top ten. I'm just saying that potential is still there, and that's why no, I'm I, I, in my top ten. I agree with you 100. Yeah. percent I can think I please that you- defend. AJ Brown after yeah, this. Yeah, please. Let's go. AJ Brown. I, AJ Brown. I literally took him off my list because I didn't see him worthy of being there. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> you have to understand this man. I understand. And this might be a reason why you're keeping him off the list, but this is why I'm putting him on the list because when he's on the field, maker. 
Last year, he was hurt for like four. He only played 13 games last year. Ended the season with 869 yards, five tutties. Those aren't crazy numbers, but he finished the season. He guaranteed he gets over the 1,000-yard mark, and he adds – I'll give him two touchdowns then. Over four games, I'll give him two touchdowns. That's, that's not a crazy season, but the consistency – of doing it his rookie year on 84 targets, which is this is what I this is why I think AJ Brown is untapped potential. His targets he had 84 targets his rookie year, a thousand something yards on 52 receptions, eight touchdowns. Next year, he has 106 targets, 105 the, uh, this previous year, and he's still putting up decent numbers. These are and then this is targets compared to DeAndre Hopkins. Last year, he got 64 in eight games, and this dude got 80 targets in a whole season and still put up 1,000. That's what I'm saying. It's a crazy untapped potential with A.J. Brown. So that's why he's he breaks my top okay. 10 just because – Who who put up 1,000? Who put up 1,000? He's getting a target share like he's supposed to. But here's the thing, Dev. Dev, here's the thing, Dev. No, if I'm you want to talk about – No, no, no. Talk- his rookie year. His rookie year. A.J. Brown's rookie year, he put up 1,000. On 80 targets. But Dev, yeah, but like his Dev, rookie year. His rookie year was three years that's ago. That's the same year that Michael Thomas played. That's the same year that Michael Thomas last played football. Yeah, and that's when Michael Thomas ain't on the list. His rookie year yeah, is the we, same. And we, we don't want Michael Thomas on the list. That's from, I'm arguing for I'm, – I'm arguing, I'm arguing why A.J. Brown should be over Michael Thomas for the list. That's what I'm arguing. Oh, okay. Who's your 10? Deontay I'll, I'll defend that. I will come up with a reason I mean, why the... A.J. Brown should be over him as well, too. Okay. Yeah. okay. Tyler Lockett. Dev, with your rationale about how, how uh, A.J. Brown had 1,000 yards on 80 receptions, Tyler Lockett had 1,200 on 73, with Geno Smith throwing to him half the season. Tyler Lockett is, is the poster child of reliability on a team. Three consecutive years over a thousand targets. I said targets, not receptions. Targets, not receptions. Tyler Lockett doesn't see a lot of targets. AJ Brown didn't get hit. Doesn't see much more targets either, though. Yeah, like Tyler Lockett. I'd say Tyler Lockett, AJ Brown. Like both those guys are what you like. Literally, what you're saying. I think AJ Brown at his best is a little bit better version of Tyler Lockett, where they're both just big. They're big play down the field guys. Like that's why they get so much yards on little receptions and targets. I don't think either of them are wrong to be put in your guys' top 10, but I don't think that either of those wide receivers are guys like anyone else on our top 10 where they can just get open and get the receptions all game, all the time. Yeah. So if you guys want to talk, if you guys want to talk about targets, let me tell y'all a little something about Deontay Johnson, who got the third most targets in the league. If y'all want to talk about targets. But we're saying that these guys have fewer targets and more yards. How many receptions does he have on those targets? Deontay Johnson has 107. Yeah. How many and yards? That's, and that's compared 1157. Like, yeah, he has 107 receptions. But, Justin Jefferson has 108. Stephon Diggs has 103. Like, yeah, but look how many more yards. Look how many more yards Jefferson's going off for. That's what I'm saying. You're supposed to catch the ball as a receiver. Can, yeah. they throw you the ball. Can you, you see Deontay Johnson making so plays downfield? No, I think Deontay he's. Johnson. I think he's a short field pickup yards guy. That's why he has a lot no, of. I think. And I not think a lot of yards. I think that same thing with Mike Thomas. He's not going to see all the yards on his receptions because he had a dude named Ben Roethlisberger with no arm throwing him the ball. <laughs> Yeah, but you get you, you get Tyler Lockett ten more receptions. He goes off for two hundred more yards, and he only had seventy three receptions. Yeah, but Gino Johnson Smith threw him for six weeks. Man, you give Mike Evans ten more receptions, I'm going to give him ten more touchdowns. Like we can't predict this no. stuff. No, but you're saying, but you're all, saying Deontay Johnson. No, no the thing the is, all four of these quarterbacks, quarterbacks should be mute. Sure, quarterbacks in this conversation should be mute because all four quarterbacks, booty. Yeah, uh, old Tom, old Drew Brees, Ryan Tannehill. He can't. Throw, I can't, don't care what anybody says. Marcus is a better quarterback than Ryan Tannehill. Um, and who is Tyler Lockett? Geno Smith threw for him, threw to him for how many? And then Deontay Johnson. You got old Ben Roethlisberger. So the quarterback situation. We shouldn't even be talking about the quarterbacks. We we can talk about what happened to these receivers. You said he had a lot of targets, less yards. 
That doesn't mean yeah, anything. He had, if, he, if he's he catching the ball, you got to do AJ something Brown. with the ball. Exactly, exactly. On, on AJ Brown literally had half the targets. He had, bro. He had. Yeah, so he. Gets, so, he and that's why I'm arguing for Tyler Lockett too. Tyler Lockett had 73 he for nearly 400. We're arguing. We're arguing games. We're arguing guys are all around the same level. It's a 17 game season. He played 13. Bro, Tyler Lockett is number 10, bro. Yeah. We got our. We got our 10. We got our 10s out of the way. We got our 10s out of the way. We okay, got Carter, I can't believe you just said that. <laughs> people, on, people, on, people, I left off the list that we one person we still need to talk about because I left them off the list and Dev doesn't have them on the list or Raiden doesn't have them on the list either. Keenan Allen before we end. I mean, I don't think he's a very good, like a top 10 wide receiver. I think he might be top 10 fantasy, but I mean, Dev, Cully, what do you guys say? Better than Tyler Lockett. He's better than <laughs> he is better than Tyler Lockett. I have him higher than Tyler Lockett. <laughs> He's yeah, better than Tyler Lockett. That's facts. Better no, that's than Tyler Johnson. Oh, he's, he's better he's, than Tyler Johnson too. He's better than everyone you just named. That's why he's not on my list still, though. Bro, exactly. <laughs> Keenan Allen's better than all them dudes. Keenan Allen is better. Not anyone on my bro. team. On let my me, list. Let me tell y'all. Let me tell y'all something. Okay. He's better than he, Mike Thomas. He hasn't played. Listen, listen, listen to this, bro. Listen to me. All right. He didn't even lead his team in yards or touchdowns. Mike Williams is wide receiver one. He didn't even lead his team bro, in yards bro, or touchdowns. Bro, that's one year. Chris Godwin is wide. Chris Godwin is wide receiver one. Then, if Mike Williams is wide receiver one, Chris Godwin is wide receiver one. Touchdowns. Yeah, but the difference touchdowns. Show, in me touchdowns. Mike, show me your yeah, TDs. Show me your TDs. Show me your TDs. Show me your TDs. And he doesn't have as many TDs. TDs as Mike Williams. It's fourteen no, versus five touchdowns. Even if he had more yards, I'm still taking hundred touchdowns. Hundred reset. Receptions a thousand yards the past five years. That's all I have to say. I have Mike Williams at number eleven in front of Lockett, AJ Brown, CD Lamb, Lockett, Johnson, Keenan Allen. No, I'm playing with y'all. I'm playing with y'all. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I think. I think. I think that, that's what I'm saying. Uh, I think that wraps it. I think it wraps it. But um, I want. I want just like maybe like a minute or two on this. Y'all seen the draft? Y'all seen how loaded this receiver class is? Yeah. Who are you the highest on? Who do you think is going to have a Jamar Chase or Justin Jefferson rookie type year? Because I'm, I'm, I'm liking uh, Drake London. I like that Drake guy. London. That guy. I mean, of course you like Drake London. His, you guys like his the NFL comparison. That I don't like. His oh. NFL comparison is Mike Evans. Of course you're going to like him. I've, <laughs> I've seen this guy play against me in person. Yeah, he's a dog. We held, we held him. We didn't hold him. He was late. He was lazy. All right. We held him to like 40, 50 yards in the first half. Zero touchdowns. Second half, he said, "Ah, they on my ass." He finished with like two thirty and three touchdowns on us, bro. Like God this is different. Uh, yeah, I think Chris I, Olave. I, like I think Chris Olave will be a Tyler Lockett. Um, AJ Brown type of guy. He's a big play guy, but I don't see him just being a number one wide receiver. Yeah, no. no. Who's this? Who are you talking about? Chris Olave. The Ohio, the Ohio State. Receiver. Chris Olave? Really? Yes. I see him. I don't know, man. I don't know. I think him and Garrett Wilson are the top two receivers in the draft. Oh, Garrett Wilson's number one, no doubt. I think. I, the only reason I'm not saying Gary Wilson to have the best year is because people know he's that guy. I think people are kind of sleeping on Chris Olave a little bit. Well, I mean, I people weren't can... sleeping on Jamar. Like, everyone knew Jamar was going to come yeah, true, in there and true, fall true. out. So, 